Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Everybody and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast for a post-match for Aston Villa versus AZ. Aston Villa 2, AZ 1. Um, we got out of there with the win. It was never in doubt. <laughs> but it was actually really in doubt, um, if, if truth be known. Um, but, uh, like, realistically speaking, I, I know the commentators and, 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 and the broadcasts that I was watching anyway tried to make it look and sound very much like Villa were at sixes and sevens. And I just never felt that we really were at sixes and sevens. I felt that we had the better of the play um, for good share of the game. And and yes, there was a 10 minute either side of, of halftime spell, which Villa actually need to need to do a bit more study on looking at Stato's um, tweets during the game. I think that's their ninth goal that they've scored within 15 minutes of halftime either side um, or they've conceded should I say so there is a small bit of work to be done there yeah look look, things things weren't tight there was, there was so much talk going on in the broadcast I watched about the high line again which just you know it's it, it's it, I, I'm, be, I'm beginning to find it lazy to be honest with you the discussions about the high line I'm just beginning to find it lazy it's, it's what Phil are going to do and uh, it's 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 like like you know other other teams. Why there was there was there was massive holes in the Azed backline. Like they they started complimenting Juan Wolf. I thought he was brutal again tonight. I thought he was poor tonight again. I thought every time we wanted to go at him, we could have got at him at will. What I did find that Aston Villa were the issue I had with Aston Villa. Is something I pointed out about the um. 
the and sorry, I'm just watching some of the highlights here I, I, again. As it's still on, I was just waiting to see if somebody was being interviewed. And um, what I did find again is the the lack of willingness to shoot uh, again, and, and and it's it's obviously part of a tactic that Aston Villa have that they're more they're happier to cross the ball into the box than they are to shoot. Um, that's just something I want to keep an eye on over the next few weeks because, uh, as I say, we've gotten great, gotten some really good goals from shooting from distance this season. We've gotten some great um, platforms in games from having that pot shot from from distance and it goes in nestles in the bottom corner. Just didn't feel like we wanted to do that again tonight and we didn't want to do it against Forest. But uh, look, three points at home um, in a game that was pretty stagnant for some for 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 a lot of parts of the game like i suppose really that's that's just a massive plus point you know win at all cost and we keep our massive brilliant winning run uh at home going paddy's here he's dragged himself out to 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 come visit us again paddy 2-1 aston villa versus alkmaar talk to me about it not that there was it didn't blow up like we thought no look look before we before we go any further look just don't want, I didn't I waited for you to come on before I said listen I knew I was going to be right it was going to be 2-1 um but anyway that's uh it's <laughs> just my mystic meg moment over and done with well uh I, I'm surprised I still have a voice from from being ill and and roaring at a totally incompetent referee and roaring at the absolute shithousery of that fucking idiot of a left back whatever you call him wolf who every time he was touched was roaring before he hit the ground or roaring before he was touched it was a disgrace anyway i had a little look around the uh the referees that that refereed in the conference league tonight and i couldn't find any english uh referees to compare him to so they obviously don't feel that there's someone good enough or bad enough to referee at that level. But I did find Craig Parson uh, refereeing Carabag in the U- Europa League. But I'm going to compare him to Jared Gillett because, my God, he was fucking awful. He ruined the game. Absolutely ruined the game. He didn't know what a foul was. Three cynical fouls in the space of two and a half minutes, I made it. No card. Like, they're going to keep doing it until they get a card, no matter what referee you have. So. Totally weak from the for, from the outgo, ruined the game, ruined it as a spectacle. I thought absolutely poor. But the bottom line is here: we're six points clear. We're barring a miracle, going to be in the draw in February or March. And look, we've a lot to be thankful for. I'm delighted. And more or less, I, I like barring a huge, like like massive turnaround in results. Akmar are teetering on the edge, if not gone already. Yeah. Um. After that, Lego Warsaw won today. Well, they they, they actually have a little bit of a hope because if if we go and beat uh, Legia, Legia, they, they yeah. still have to play Legia, so they could potentially catch them. But it's, it's going to be. I, we we go and we 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 well then again yeah if we go and we run out a draw against Legia that means we finish more than likely finish second although then they play Legia and if we beat Mostar and then we go ahead yeah. of Legia you know we we take it into our own hands that way but if we go and play a lot of play a draw against Legia then that knocks Alkmaar out um you know which yeah. nobody would have thought of at the start of the season nobody no. like you would you would have got way better money on Aston Villa getting knocked out in the in the, in the group stages than than Alkmaar. I think based on where Alkmaar mm-hmm. went last season, yeah, uh, in the in this in this in this tournament. But, and look, uh, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't believe they. Uh, I I believe 
quite similar to us that these guys are are well managed as opposed to being world beaters. They're obviously yeah. very good in their league form is excellent, but there's not a bunch of good players in there. There's a, a bunch of well managed players in there, so we should we should be beating them. Um, <laughs> we've lost your earpod again. <laughs> we should be beating them. We have beaten them. We've a lot to be thankful for. We got the goal. Uh, we the goal disallowed. Um, I think I think the uh, I think the goal that was disallowed was by the letter of the law was disallowed, and he took six corner kicks in the first half and did the exact same thing with each one. Laboured himself getting back onto the pitch. He didn't learn his lesson from the first I one anyway. I, I thought his corners were. I thought the corners delivery from him was really good tonight. Oh, his delivery was, was fine. Really good delivery was brilliant. <laughs> Every time the ball yeah. broke, he was still in an offside position, and it, yeah, his delivery how many times was absolutely. Is that happen? I know, I, I know. I, but you, you you do compensate for it when it does happen. But um, and to be honest I, with you, not 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 a lot of people, even even the as egg as head players didn't know. Like when Pavlidis knocks it off the line, you immediately think because it's deliberate deliberate action. Remember the deliberate action, Paddy, when Rodri got that goal. Was it Rodri? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Uh, when Mings heads the ball back, and yeah. then obviously well, Rodri didn't score. He took the ball off him, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, and there was a, um, a deliberate action there. Well, you, you know, it's it's in, in, imprinted in a lot of Aston Villa's minds. And then obviously, you know, you go to Twitter, you see that was a deliberate action to get it off the line, which it was. But I suppose you know we profited directly from it. Um, yeah, I, I could, I can live with, I can live with that because I feel, I felt it was probably the right decision. Um, albeit I thought that there mm. could have been gray areas. I felt, I, I, I don't, but I was worried that I was going to have to shave you, Paddy. I was very worried I was going to have to shave sure. you. And I don't, I don't yeah. think that like the, the worst decision of the night was giving us a corner that we scored yeah. from. Craddock. I didn't even celebrate that because in my head I'm thinking. The ball has been restarted from the corner. I'm trying to get my head around the fact: can they go back and have a look at this? But once the the, ga the game had restarted, I guess they can't. But I didn't. Re I didn't really no. celebrate it for that reason because I went, "That is not a corner." How would it took the team? VAR can't overturn it anyway. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it's part of the passage of play. But I think once the play resumes, they can't do anything about it, can they? Isn't that what we're told? They 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 can't overturn like corner decisions. Yeah, stuff like that. It's only for serious foul play and for goals and for offsides. Mm. Like, but they can't either it. way. It's an absolutely abysmal decision by the by the officials to, to give a corner in that position. And I tell you, one very happy man that they did, and that's Bubakar Kamara. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a bit of a shinner there for that one. All right, uh, didn't he? Joe, Bur Joe, Joe Brown is saying I jinxed us again. Jinxed us again. I got the score bang on 100% right that we were going to win 2-1. So uh, I positively jinxed us into 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 winning the game, I think. That's that that's mm -hmm. what I did. Um, I want to give a bit of a shout-out to somebody today, Paddy, or to a player uh, on the field today for Aston Villa. Because I thought in the first 25 minutes, I actually thought he was Leon Bailey at times in the first 25 minutes. Um, Ezri Kanza at right back was brilliant. Um, I can understand why he was taken off, and I was happy he was taken off as well because just to give him a bit of a, a bit of a break. And um, when we didn't go three at the back, Paddy, and he was a, a, an orthodox fullback, if you want to call that, first five minutes, he runs forward with the ball. He just strides forward. Like, I have no problem holding my hands up and saying at the start of last season, I was very worried because, and I, and I still feel vindicated in the fact that I was worried uh, about him. 
But Jesus, he's been really good this season. You put him anywhere. Put him anywhere. Like, I would not be surprised before the end of this year to see Ezri Kanza playing in a sixth position if we were stuck for for uh, for players, if we, if we had injuries within the team. He's just been brilliant. Uh, and, and I thought he was really good, uh, really good out there in that right wing again tonight. Um, they didn't try the crossfield balls. The commentator kept on talking about crossfield balls to Van Bommel. The reason they didn't try it was because Kanza was was locked down over there and and fair play to him. I think he's just really maturing into the leader that we need. He must be one of the most underrated footballers in the Premier League. He just flies completely under that radar. It's laughable he's not in that England squad. Absolutely laughable. And congratulations for Ollie Watkins. Uh, mm. Deservedly in it again today. But how he's not in it is absolutely beyond me. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. He yeah. look he for us it's great that he he gets two weeks um with, with a bit of a break and the rest of that training with uh with Unai Emery with us and there's a few players that are going to benefit from that the likes of Moreno Duran no Duran is probably away sorry but you know it, it we didn't see Moreno tonight so players like that we're, we're going to see obviously their their loads will be upped over the over the next couple of weeks. And uh, it'll be interesting. Like, we, we should come back totally refreshed after this international break. There's some lads there crying out for a break, and, and they will get it. Um, it's just a pity that the likes of Pau Torres will, will go away with Spain and, and not get a few minutes. I'd much prefer he went on a holiday to Dubai for a few nights and, and lapped up a bit of sunshine in, in, in uh, November. But, um, yeah, it's look, it's job done. That was the most important thing tonight was to get across the line. Um, it means we can go head to head with with Warsaw the next day, and uh, then we then we'll have to deal with my conspiracy theory to whether uh, Chris Heck wants an extra game in February for Loom Villa Park. <laughs> <laughs> I I can I can probably guarantee you Naomi doesn't want an extra game in February. Um, so we'll see who the power struggle. No, our conspiracy is out, Paddy. The power struggle is already on. Already, who's going to win? Is Una what, what I'm trying, what I'm trying here, is a bit of re reverse psychology because right. I don't want, I don't want us to be in that, that, uh, that playoff in February. We need to be pushing yeah. for top place. We need to put Warsaw to bed, and then go and play a board draw on Mostar. That'll do us absolutely fine. But once we go and take three points off them. All is good. I'm just after watching the Camara miss again. Like genuinely, I, I'm flabbergasted as to how either the referee or the linesman thought that was a corner. Wild. Like, like he's nowhere near it. He's just because it's such, it. because it's such a because poor miss, such a bad miss. And because he crumbles after it after it goes over the bar. That's yeah. the only logical explanation I can think of. Yeah, absolutely. I think so for sure. I think so for sure. Um Paddy, you said something there, and I was too busy laughing at uh, at at the the replay I was watching here. And you said something there, and I wanted to come back to it. It'll come to me in a moment. Um, I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. The, yeah, Douglas Louise, Paddy. Douglas, so I, I was calling him for, and it was it was purely tactical. I called for Douglas Louise and, and Durant to come on. And I should have known, I, I should have looked at the subs bench because Zaniolo made way more sense uh, to come on. Um, but I, I was calling for the two of them to come on. And the reason that I wanted them to come on was because there is gradations of players, and I think that's fair to say. I thought Tiedemann's tried his arse off there tonight. I thought, like, no fault at all for effort, no fault at all for um, for 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 the majority of how he played because I thought he was really good. He was the most, he was very progressive with the ball. He was excellent, absolutely excellent. Douglas Louise is better, and I just thought that of course if, he if is. wanted to keep the same, if he wanted to keep the same shape, you know, he, I I, I would have been like bringing off Kamara and bring on Douglas Louise would have made no sense to me tonight. But bringing off Tielemans, who's ran himself into the ground in seventy-five minutes and has played some really good stuff out there, and bringing on Douglas Louise uh, for the last uh, for the last fifty minutes was the right thing to do. Um, and also bringing off the Abbey, I think, was the right thing to do. I thought he found it difficult to get into the game. I thought himself mm. and Bailey were robbing each other's space out there. And they're robbing each other's space because both of them were licking their lips going, we can have a crack off this fella here at left back. And 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 that's and, and I very much got that feeling, even from early doors, from like seven, eight minutes into the game, I was like, these guys are going to rob each other's space. And then the Abbey was kind of having to force himself unnaturally to go right up top beside Watkins. And while he got on the ball a bit, I just felt that he was ineffectual at times when he was on the ball. And when he was picking it up, he was picking it up in spaces where maybe he didn't have all the space to try and run it. So just by dint of the fact that Bailey was having a better game, that the Abbey was the, would have been the one to come off. But uh, the reason I'm bringing that up is because Douglas Louise's ball in for the second goal uh, for, for Ollie Watkins. Ollie Watkins' movement was fantastic as well to get himself mm. into that position between the two centre-halves. He had a tough night, night of it, Ollie Watkins. He's been pulled, so he's so been dragged. So the Abbey, in fairness to the Abbey, yeah. it, it probably wasn't the night for two up top. It was probably a night for playing two out and out wingers off Ollie Watkins, um, or or playing the Abbey further wide on one of the sides, or pushing Bailey over the other side, or whatever that case case may be. Because I remember after thirty five minutes hearing the Abbey's name, going, "Jesus, I forgot he was playing," and that's no fault on him. That's that's just the way the game was played. It was played. They just condensed that area that they couldn't they couldn't put balls in. The one ball was pinged into Ollie Watkins at one stage, and his first touch landed about ten yards away from him. Because that that's how desperate we were to try and try and get the ball into them. It just wasn't working. So when I heard the Abbey's name, I was like, Jesus Christ, I forgot he was there. But um that that's definitely no slight on him. I'm just I'm just I'm just saying that that did yeah. happen. And uh it's it's a tough game when you when you're playing as two strikers and let's face it, they were bullied, they were short pulled. At one stage Watkins was clotheslined and VAR didn't even look at it. Like, come on, like what 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 the hell? Um, there's 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 a whole lot of play, but the moral of the, the whole the whole thing is that we gave Dougie Louise a rest for eighty minutes. He comes on, creates the goal, and he's fresh going into the weekend when when we need him to hopefully pick up three valuable points, and they will be valuable points if we beat Fulham at the weekend. So I think we're in a good place. I feel sorry for Diego Carlos. If I hope that injury isn't yeah. too long long term. It was a. Uh, 
it was it, I didn't even see what how it happened. Was it overstretching or whatever? Because I didn't see. I I'll be honest with you. I was too busy trying to put up a gif of uh, Bert from Sesame Street because Bert Bert and Troy was after coming on, and I missed it. So uh, that was me. Uh, I completely missed it. But I do think like it, it looked like from the from the replay, it looked like it was uh, an overstretch. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe kind of looked like it was it was precautionary because when he came off the field, he didn't look too disconsolate. And uh, yeah. plus, they weren't ready for Paul Torres. I think it was a case of, okay, here, come here. He's he's at, he, he's after twinging his hamstring here. And I think Uno was like, yeah. no, get him off, get him off the field, come on, Paul, let's go. You yeah. know, so. And you could see when the when the when the physio was running onto the pitch, he did. You could see the words being muttered. Take him off. Tell him he's coming off. Mm, whatever. Yeah. Something along those lines. So when when they zoomed in onto the physio, um, I think it was Paco that was whispering to him, or one of them was whispering to him to take him off. So. Any type of twinge at that stage, they were better off rather than than risking any further. So, we get him on the treatment table. Thankfully, we do have cover. So, uh, we we don't not, not that we want him out long term or anything like that. We, we you know no. I'm hoping he's okay. Right. I'm hope I'm hope the uh, two weeks off now will do will do him the world of good, and that, that he can get back fully training at, at at the end of it. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And look. Europe is a funny fish, you know, it's been a funny fish for us the whole way through and, you know, there's a reason, like, like, like I I can obviously, and I think everybody would agree here, it wasn't an immaculate performance from Aston Villa today, we've been better, we're better in the league at home, and we just have been, and when mm. Europe has come, we've been maybe a notch, I'm not saying, that we're, we, we're like, we're, this team needs to be playing at 100% high octane, and when you're playing at 90%, you can see the bit of a drop off, and also when you've got two two new centre halves playing in there, you've got a new pivot pivot partnership in front of them with Tielemans and, and Kamara. Albeit that you can see there's there's a bit of simpatico coming there, which is really great to see. And and and, and for me, I suppose, and the fact that Diaby was playing right up top the whole lot, whole game with uh, with Ollie Watkins, there were tweaks for this one, and then there was also tweaks mid game as well that actually changed it. So, you know, just. I, I think as well I think I, I think as well that you know that there will be conversations I suppose over the next few well depending on what result we get, get against Fulham there will still be conversations about his Villa's Villa's form dropping off are they beginning to be found out like the commentators couldn't couldn't say it enough times that as they had found Villa out and realistically I don't think they really did I think they played a couple yeah. of hopeful balls over the top and hoped, hoped that they, 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 they would uh, catch that side trap. And for their goal, they did. And for their goal, they did because Longley um, was, I actually think Dina was caught and Longley had to compensate. And Longley went, crap, I'm caught here. And he made the move early, broke the line and Pavli, played Pavlidis on side. And I'm not too pissed off about that. I'm not too pissed off about that because... And it was very, very line, tight. Very tight. Exactly. I, th I thought they made that decision very, very quickly. Probably too quickly yeah. for me. Probably, probably too quickly because it's not what we're used to. But the play had gone on another five minutes before they showed us the uh, the the ball the line. Out, like that. it was literally, yeah. it was like from the Hubble telescope or something like that. The, the angle. That how could how could we even see? How could they even see the lines that were drawn? You know. So how they did yeah. it that quickly. When 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 v, uh, PGMOL can't do it when it's blatant and obvious yeah. that someone is offside, they can't do it. So, look, it's a it's a strange one. Remote property flipper makes a great point here. I think 
take the three points over yeah. the performance, especially after going one nil down. I think he's saying thank you very much there at the yeah, end. That's the best point. That's the best point he made is to back too very much. Is exactly. Yeah. Is that Welsh? Is that what that is? <laughs> no, but I think you're right, you know, coming back from one nil down, even uh, even being at home, um is that that's it that's a huge positive that's a huge positive and just i was going back there to paddy to to just i was saying there that i'm not pissed off at all about the fact that their goal came from this breaking of the high line look you play the you you play the high line you're going to expect that they're going to get in behind you at some stage you know yeah. i think that they, you're going to expect they're going to get in behind you at some stage pavlidis is a really really good striker he put it martinez did a brilliant job of coming out to close down there if you watch that from the 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 behind the goal angle you know, literally, he puts it in that perfect position between uh, Martinez's hip, between his legs and his hand when he comes mm. out there. You know, if it's if it's half a foot higher, it clips his hand. If it's half a foot lower, it clips his hip or his leg. You know, Pavlidis is a good striker. And there are good strikers in the Premier League. I'm not saying any, anything against that. But Premier League strikers have struggled to break our offside trap because Pau Torres and, and, and Ezra Conza are brilliant at it. And that's where I'm getting at Longley and Diego Carlos together our new partnership. And as I say, I thought Longley was fine tonight. I, I, I've not seen a, a poor performance yeah. so, from him. And Supi Mark says Carlos came back on to celebrate the final whistle. Yeah. So he guess it'd be okay. I guess he did. Um, just, just one more point to make the negative point. Anno Grady says the commentators were negative over Villa from the start. I'm sorry, but Paul Dempsey needs to stick to the fucking boxing because he hasn't a bull's notion. I actually, I actually questioned was he actually at the match at one stage, and then he did actually reference something that was going on off the ball. So he obviously was there. Um, but at one point, he said. Oh, and now the AZ Alkmaar fans are making all the noise. I could only hear Villa fans singing. So, I honestly, no idea what is being fought with us tonight. I heard an Alkmaar fan on a megaphone. Um, I heard an Alkmaar fan on a megaphone, <laughs> Patty. Uh, and we I thought that was, was you. <laughs> How did he get that into the into the stands? How did he that's get that into? The, but then again, the fella in the, the fella in the dog mask as well is that's that's going to be the big that's going to be the big iconic photo from tonight. The, the lad in the cool concept shirt from '93 and uh, and the dog mask. <laughs> pa Paddy texted me straight away. He goes, see the fella in the dog mask. Obviously, a fella who was banned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. It, yeah, I made the point about the megaphone as well. They take the fucking top off your coke going into the stadium, and yeah, someone can bring in a megaphone, which could be a weapon. Anyway, it's mm. uh, <laughs> it is what it is. We'll uh, we'll I think we'll draw a line under this one because I, I think we we should be pleased with the fact that we've come out of a relatively not not a poor performance, but a good performance from AZ to, to keep us at bay, and then we managed to turn the screw and get the goal at the end. And I, I think we deserve this on, on, uh, you know, ch chances created a little bit more than them. And obviously we had much more of the ball. I haven't looked at the stats position, but I ha at one stage it was, at one stage it was 65%. I didn't look at it at the end. They did have a, a bit more of it in the second half. All right. Yeah. I know. Look, look, Europe, as I said before, as they are a good team, they're one of only, as they referenced, they're one of only seven teams that are that are unbeaten in the top five leagues in Europe, and two of them are, are in are in their division themselves in PSV. So they're mm. unbeaten at home, unbeaten in in the in the Dutch league. And um, take that for what you will. 
So they're not exact. They're no mugs, and we've beaten them six two on aggregate over the last two games. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, two. Uh, I, 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 a two one win is exactly what I was expecting. I was expecting them to be way better. Um, when I saw the when I saw the setup, specifically with Bruno Martin's Indian there, you knew you were going to get a small bit more of a of a rougher day from the two with the two center halves against Daddy Watkins and Diaby, and and they did they did well. But look, the big thing here about it is Paddy is they did well, yes, but they knew what we were going to do and they couldn't stop it twice. Well, they couldn't yep. stop it once, and then obviously the corner. But actually, I'd say they couldn't stop it twice because as I said before. Bailey was whipping him into the exact same spot every time. Matt Ryan was coming for him in the first half and he was flapping at him. He flapped a three in a row. And I think in the first half we were an awful lot, were awful lot less lucky than people would give us credit for because I thought we did things really well. We just didn't do them at a high pace. And we, we were methodical. And yes, I think we left opportunities behind us from not taking shots from outside the box. And yes, we are, a lot of stuff broke down around around the, the penalty area, which makes the team look like they're defending really well. But I think that they were actually shivering when we were crossing the ball and when Bailey was crossing it in for corners or when, when we had corners. I don't know too much about the other guy, the, the fellow that... Paul Dempsey informed me play for Ajax the centre half. Um, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> uh Yeah, him and Martin Zindi. I don't think either of them headed the ball all night. All they were interested in doing was wrestling, fellas. That's the way it looked to me. From from, and that's why Ryan was coming for the ball. And maybe maybe you and I had noticed that 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 that's how we could get at them because literally. And in fairness to Leon Bailey, there's been many times he's taken a corner and not cleared the first man. Every one of them was spot on tonight. Um, a lot of people asking in the, in the comments why we're second in the league. It's based on head-to-head and the fact that we lost Legia Warsaw has us in second place. So despite the fact that we've scored more, go- our goal difference is better. They're ahead of us on the head-to-head. So we need we need to beat them um, by a similar amount, by one, uh, in the next day. I don't know if away goals count or whatever. But I think if we beat them by one, it, it comes down to uh, goal difference then after that. Yeah. I Absolutely, think. yeah. Look, I, I, th- I think if we beat them, I think Legia got to got to AZ, and I think if AZ have a chance of winning, uh, of a chance of qualifying in the last day of the season, I think that's that's what they've got to worry about. You know, mm. so we let them, yeah. um, let, let let them worry they, about they that. They could do a job on Legia. They could do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We've most our next, have we, Paddy? No, we have. We've Legia uh, next. 
Yeah. On, on the 30th of November, we have... That's, ev that's yeah. even better. I, uh, hey, yeah. I'm pinning my colours to the mass now and I'm saying, play out a nil-all draw, suspect nil-all draw that will have everybody hating us and going, mm, just to knock, uh, knock Alkmaar out and then, and then <laughs> see what happens if Alkmaar then have, have a sting in the tail uh, in the last day then to, to beat Legia Warsaw or even draw with Legia Warsaw and then we go and we, we beat Mostar and then see if we tap the league. That, that's... Ooh. That's what which I is not doing. which is not a given over there either, considering the number they did on oh. on Alkmaar the first day. So, anyway, yeah, just yeah. just, just go and beat Legia Warsaw. That's all we need to do now, and then exactly, yeah, beat oh. Legia Warsaw, and we should finish top of the league. Mm. Should finish top of the group. A few people it. saying that Villa have got an apology from the ref. If that's the case, the ref should apologise to to Alkmaar as well for the the corner that he yeah. missed. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. I'm, I'm surprised. I got an apology because he was actually right for the first goal. But if I was an Alkmaar fan, I'd be saying, "What kind of clown is he? Or, or is the linesman for for giving that?" Because he's like the defender is nowhere near the ball for for Kamara's miss. Nowhere near it, you know. Um, but then yeah. again, I suppose that's the hindsight of, of of being able to see it in all these different angles. Well, so I I don't know what, what what way the offside is governed at this stage because. I, I counted three occasions over the weekend where a fella put the ball in the net and the goal was awarded despite being offside on the first phase of, phase of play. I just don't understand it anymore. They've just made it way too complicated. A ball over the top, a fella can be offside, standing in an offside position, and then have the ball square to him to tap home. It's just, There's something not right there. I, I just Maybe it's just me being old school. Offside is offside. That's always what we grew up with. So it, it it was I I find the, the offside rule very frustrating and I thought by what I've think I know at this stage that they got our goal right because I I when I saw the ball go back out I said that's offside I think so yeah, anyway too. yeah look and 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 I think you know what to be honest with you Paddy look, it doesn't really matter we won two one and and, and yeah. that's the that's the crux of it really at the end of the day um. And maybe the Portuguese ref should just do it, everyone a favour and apologise to both managers for a shit performance and then we'd be all yeah, good. I thought I, I, I thought he was poor. I thought he, I thought he was poor <laughs> as well. And we have a lot, a lot of comments there as well saying, saying that he was poor too. Um, onwards to Fulham. Onwards to Fulham uh, on this Sunday. And uh, we will be back with a Fulham preview probably tomorrow night. Um, so we will see you for that. I may be MIA for either the post-match or for the team sheet tantrum on Fulham because... I have been reliably informed, reliably informed today that there's a family photo shoot happening on uh, on Sunday, <laughs> to which um, apparently I have to attend. Apparently I'm part of the family, so I have to attend yeah. uh, attend it, and it's on at two o'clock. On uh, no, it's not. I was two o'clock, and it's now been moved to some other time. So I don't know which one I'm going to miss, but I'm going to miss one of them on, on Sunday. But Fulham is really, really important game, and we'll be back with. Uh, with some podcasts before that and after that game again as we look forward towards the international break and during the international break i've got some uh some podcasts lined up with some some people i've been looking forward to, to speaking to one for certain um potentially another two that are in the pipeline to to to, to chat to us and potentially that, potentially that potentially. sounds like a holiday for petty 
Yeah, well, <laughs> well, no, because one of them may have may have played for Aston Villa before, Paddy. So uh, one of no, them, one of them, I think you're going to need me for. <laughs> that is very tentative. That one, if that one comes off, I will make sure everybody knows. But at the moment, it's very tentative, so I'm not expecting it. But if it is, Paddy, I'll definitely need you for that one. Um, so listen, we're going to leave it at that. Uh, Aston Villa two one versus Alkmaar. Um, joint top of our t- top of the league and, and in good stead as we go into the international break. Fulham, as I say, on the horizon, and we will see you again for a preview of that tomorrow. Uh, thanks a million to everybody, and also sorry, I forgot to say this as well. Thanks a million to Matt Hanlon at the start, Luis and Watkins, big time heroes up the villa. I'm so not putting a jinx in this in the 83rd minute. So Matt popped that in in the 83rd Here, minute Matt. for the for the the uh, the stream starter. But thank you so much for that, Matt. Really appreciate it. And thank you to everybody for watching and for listening. Um, give it a thumbs up before you leave if you do like it. And if you aren't already subscribed to the audio podcast, which is exactly the same as this, except in audio form on any podcast platform, we'd really appreciate it if you do it. You don't even have to listen to it. You just have to, if you could just subscribe, it just gets it out there in the algorithm. And uh, that's all we're looking for. If you can do that at all, it costs you nothing to do it. And it really helps us out too. So thanks a million, everyone. Really, really appreciate all your time. And uh, yeah, as I say, go ahead and put the feet up for the rest of the afternoon and we'll be back again with a full, uh, full preview. And in the meantime, all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.